it's Joe Girard with the Sales Hero Podcast, where you're going to learn some cool stuff about psychology, influence, neuroscience, how to create those repeatable best practices and systems, and building your bulletproof mindset. You can also find me on my blog at joegirard.ca and at saleshero.academy.com. Today, we're going to be talking about change and transition, and we're going to be talking a bit about you know whether change is good or bad in our lives, why it feels uncomfortable, how we actually deal with change, how we can grow through that change rather than just go through it. It's also a blog post, so you can check out that link as well for more content. Remember, it's all about keeping things simple, having fun, and getting back to just helping more people buy from you. So let's get started. Today's post is coming sort of hot off the heels of some transition and change that I've been going through, but also a lot of the um, conversations I've been having with clients and people in my life recently. I've got a lot of people around me right now that are seeming to go through um, some changes. So we've been we've been having a lot of discussions, and one of the big ones is regardless of whether the change in your life is a good one or a bad one, it sort of comes with these feelings of, uh-oh, now what? And so today I wanted to write a post uh, about that and and. It was great because I have a book that um, that I've been reading that I'm going to reference in this as well, which gives some really, really cool advice. So that's what today is about, is how do we manage change in our life and business, whether it's good or bad? So let's face it, change is constant, and we know it's uncomfortable. And so in all the transitions in our lives, they, they have a pattern. And the, the beauty of this is when you take the time to understand the pattern it's actually going to take the stress out of managing change. It's going to allow us to move through these times a lot easier. And so lately, like I said, as I've been watching a lot of people go through changes and I've been managing my own change, and especially when the change is good, we struggle with it. And and I've had, it's been a lot of fun sort of observing how I think and how other people do, how we react um, emotionally to this and how to actually move through this change more effectively. So that's what today's all about. And um, like I said, I've got a book, bit of a book review I'm going to do. So you get a two for one. Um, so like, let's talk about how good change is actually stressful. And that's the funny question. I've worked with a lot of clients. We help increase their sales numbers. And when I've worked with them for a little bit, the question they ask me is what happens if all of this works? And they vocalize this because it's been, now we've gone through changes or challenges. We've identified solutions and now we're starting to talk about a new way forward. And it's almost like clockwork, man. Like after about a month or so, it hits them like a ton of bricks as holy crap, I may actually be able to do this. And that's followed by this right away by this, uh, uh-oh, I may actually be able to do this and I'm scared. So it used to make me feel a bit weird and I thought it was funny when people said that. Um, and my first thought was, well, <laughs> that's what you hired me for, to make more money, have more opportunity, grow your business. What's the problem? But now I realize that in my process, I need to actually have that conversation a bit sooner. I want to you know, ask people and for you, think about how you'll feel when, when this works. What else is going to have to change? Who do you need to become through this process? Who should you surround yourself with? What other implications should we consider? What secondary plans should we consider beforehand? And are we emotionally ready for this to actually work? So some people enter into these um, you know, change programs or work with a consultant or coach like me or a life coach or whoever they're working with, and they say, I want to make this change. But they, we don't actually talk about what change means all the way through. And when it happens, it goes, uh-oh. So that's a qu- those are questions you want to ask yourself, whether it's in your business, your relationship, or your life. When things start to go well, we automatically are going to start feeling some stress of new beginnings. And ask yourself, have you ever felt like that? Of course. You know, when some things start really going well in your life and you saw the near future and you started to worry about just what that change would bring to you. And guess what? It's tough. And it's normal. Everybody goes through this. 
And so for me, I've had a lot of transitions in my life. And it's crazy to um, think about how the feelings of whether it's good or bad are almost identical. All these different processes, whether the phase is good or bad, how I feel. So you've maybe had a few of those when you get a new promotion, maybe had a baby, landed a big client, found, you know, found love. And even though you were getting what you wanted, psychologically, it was difficult to cope, right? And perhaps you may have felt terrible for feeling this way and didn't want to tell anyone because, well, you should be happy. You know, everything's going great. So why would I burden people with this feeling of, oh, you know, you feel a bit of guilt and shame and that creeps in. And we start to go, man, you know, I'm, I, I'm feeling a bit ridiculous because of it. And I've often asked myself, am I crazy for feeling this way? And again, that's normal. And a great quote here by um, Ralph Waldo Emerson is, not in his goals, but in his transitions, man is great. So realize that change is fundamental to nature. Uh, and so the book I was talking about is called Transitions, Making Sense of Life's Changes by William Bridges. It was uh, 1980 he brought it out. And he wrote it during a period of change in his own life and found that there weren't really any good resources to help him. And so once he wrote it, he sold over a quarter million copies because people just kind of quietly pass it around from person to person because it was such a powerful tool. And it, take a second to think about the words that he says. I'm going to say um, a little par- passage from his book. Um, and just think about what this really means to you. Throughout nature, growth involves periodic accelerations and transformations. Things go slowly for a time and nothing seems to happen until suddenly the eggshell cracks. The branch blossoms, the tadpole's tail shrinks away, the leaf falls, the bird molts, the hibernation begins. With us, it's the same. Although the signs are less clear than in the world of feather and leaf, the function of transition times are the same. Think about that. In our lives, change happens, but it's just sometimes not as obvious as when an egg hatches, right? So first, got to start by understanding. Last week, I talked a bit about observation, but transition in nature is essentially a process of disorganization, death, and renewal. You'll probably nod your head at that, because as humans, we intuitively know this. But when you take a step back and you understand that managing change in any way means you have to acknowledge all parts of the process. So in this book, we talk about the three phases of change. And for me, I know the best piece of advice I've ever received is to not focus on whether any kind of change in my life is good or bad, but rather try and look at it objectively as it applies to my life. Is it important? Will it alter my path? Um, What new opportunities or possibilities may come of this? And even if it seems inconsequential, the kind of change that you're going through, it could may well be a massive new direction for you, right? We simply just need to open our minds to change and be aware of this process and how it happens. So he breaks down the process of change in three phases. The first one is endings, and the next one is neutral zone, and the third one is new beginnings. But let's talk about endings. So in order to have any kind of new beginning, something must end. We must accept that. And that's the one area of change that um, most people often forget to realize that no matter what you're leaving behind, whether it's good or bad, you're still losing a part of yourself and a part of your life in that transition. So admitting to yourself that it's totally okay to mourn the loss of your former self, that's totally fine. So starting a business may mean a loss of identity and maybe security. Having a baby may mean the loss of freedom and time. Getting a promotion may mean a loss of structure or independence. And it's just nature, man. That's how it is. 
So take a moment to reflect on how just simply understanding this part of it may help keep your emotions in check, keep your kind of sane through this. So if we make a choice to change jobs, pursue higher goals in our business or have a family, we just have to be aware that the first phase comes with some disorder. And that's totally cool. And in many uh, traditional cultures, it's customary uh, to take someone out of their normal life so they can go through this phase to be able to shed um, these endings. And after that, we often, uh, through this, we have a sense of sort of disidentification where we don't actually know who we are anymore. It's very scary to feel that you've lost a bit of yourself or your identity and that your motivations in life may have changed. Following that stage, we may have to, we may start having these feelings of uh, disenchantment or that feeling of, like, oh no, what have I done? And maybe we realize that the previous ways that we lived our lives or that we thought about things, maybe we're wrong. So even though like these endings of something feel bad, we should understand that they don't represent the end of us. It's just simply part of the process. The second phase is the neutral zone. And so when we go into that endings phase, it's totally normal uh, and natural to want to break through that as quickly as possible to just get rid of that uncomfortableness, right? But keep in mind that these periods could very well be the most important ones in your life. It's when your mind is most open to new ideas, new possibilities, and new thoughts and behavior patterns. And it's during this period that you're most and best prepared to start thinking of new ways of being and doing and how you want to be able to look at the life and move through it. And so in his writing, uh, Bridges suggests there's a few ways that you can make a most of this neutral time and really, um, and really sort of pause and reflect. So the first one is find some alone time. This is really hard to do in, in today's sort of really busy world, right? It's, it's, you know, we, we have a hard time sort of pausing and just stopping and doing nothing. I was working with somebody the other week and I said, what would it take for you to just stop and sit in a chair for an hour? And we both started to feel really awkward because it's, it's hard to just stop. But when you're in this neutral zone, after you've shed some, some old, old dirt, now eliminate distractions. We've talked about this before and find some space just to be one with your own thoughts. You may or may not have revelations, um, but the key is not to hide from the process and not to try and distract yourself right? Just be okay with whatever happens. The second one, and I stress this all the time, is journal. Um, find some time to sit down and actually journal um, your thought process. And it's, it's the, one of the best things that'll help you move through any kind of transitions. It's a chance you can write down, you ask yourself some questions, you know, write down what you're thinking and feeling. Um, and think about what you're grateful for, the direction you want to go and the ideas in your mind. It, it, and he suggests that in, in this, when you're journaling, it's your opportunity to even rewrite your life, your own story. So when you do that, you ask yourself questions about how am I feeling right now? What should I be feeling? Why do I feel guilty about this? Why do I feel um, shame in the fact that um, I don't like this change, even though it's good change? So taking some time to journal is really powerful. The last one is do some self-discovery. When you're in these moments of reflection, just think about what kind of person you want to become. Are you feeling as though you've done everything in your life? Like if you died today, would you be happy with the things you've done? And if not, what's missing? What else through this can you identify that you can change? Because when you're in this neutral zone, it's your, like I said, your mind is so much more open to these ideas. And there is this crazy, surprising power in just being still and being one with your thoughts. And it's great opportunity to just seek within. And, you know, you read lots of things on uh, historical figures over time, uh, Buddha and Gandhi, um, that would, they would go into the desert or into the woods or retreat into themselves 
to find the answers. So that's your time to go into into your own mind and say, what's really going on here? And this is a great, really, really cool time in that neutral zone. And the third phase is is called new beginnings, of course. But this is the cool thing about this, it's the moment of the journey towards your new reality. You're going to be different and things will become more comfortable and eventually this future reality will become your current reality. But the best part is you're not going to know that you've experienced a new beginning. It only happens in retrospect. There's going to be a moment in time where you transition out of the neutral zone. And when you look back, you'll realize what it was. It could be um, a song that you heard, a book you read, or a conversation you had with somebody. And when you look back, you're going to realize exactly when you knew things would be different from that point on. So try it. Look back on some things that you went through, some major changes in your life, and see how a singular event moved you towards new beginnings and broke you out of that comfort zone or that neutral zone. And to finalize here, let's just be okay with everything. Right? Last week um, I, in my video, I talked about uh, my favorite idea is just each day, just get up and don't die. That's it. Right? And as you work through these natural cycles, realize that it's all okay. Change is normal and it's natural and it should be welcomed. By recognizing the stages, it's far easier to cope with whatever life's going to throw at you. Uh, and today it was great. I had a conversation with a friend um, about how we like to label ourselves. Like if you drop a glass on the ground, it shatters, it breaks, and we say, oh, I'm such an idiot. Are you really an idiot? Or did you simply drop a glass? In what ways are you not an idiot? We do it all the time to ourselves. Maybe we forget our keys are thrown and we start to label ourselves. And we start to then put ourselves in these categories. Oh, that's just how I am. That's just not, that's not how you are. That's just what's happening. So as you move through life, it's important that we accept our emotions, um, but at the same time to be as objective as possible to not let them get the best of us. When we start to observe and become more objective with the right perspective, most of the stuff we stress about actually is pretty silly, right? So I know it's Friday and uh, this one's a bit deeper, but I was in the mood, right? I hope it gives you some uh, fresh eyes on your own thoughts and it helps you manage some change moving forward. So remember to share and like this. I got lots of cool stuff coming up. I've been really working on my own brand over the last little while. So reach out to me and let me know how I can help you uh, and stay tuned for some of the courses and the products I'll be putting out. Um, thanks for listening today. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. You know, whether you're just starting out or you have decades of experience, it's conversations exactly like these that can help you get an edge today and in the long term. You can also find me on my blog at joegerard.ca and saleshero.academy.com. Make sure you share this with your friends and colleagues as well. You know, selling is heroic because nothing happens in a business unless people buy from you. This is why I want to help you just simplify, have fun, and grow. Let's not only talk about these ideas, but take action and do our best work together. When you invest in yourself and just continuously learn how to sell the right way, you are a hero for your customers and for yourself. So join me next time for another episode of the Sales Hero Podcast.